we're back. Merry Christmas Merry, to one and all. Merry, Merry Christmas. It's it's a Christmas week. Christmas, Christmas. Christmas. Fant- I don't know where I'm going with this. Yeah, it's a Christmas week podcast because we had we watched a very kind of Christmasy movie. There's Christmas at the end of it. Part of the I movie was set at Christmas. Oh wait, yeah, we should probably clarify. It's going to be spoilers. Um, oh yes, spoilers, no, spoilers, no. spoilers. If you're spoilers, waiting for anything. Spoilers. We probably should say what the movie is. I mean, if people haven't read the title. Uh, but it's Spider-Man No Way Home. Spider-Man No Way Home. Finally, Richard, we finally, finally got to see We finally <clears throat> got to grace our eyes with, we did. with the majesty, which is Spider-Man No Way Home. Yep. Which is it. the best one <clears throat> Excuse me. in the in the Tom Holland MCU trilogy. Oh, right. By far. You're just like, this is the best one. I think, it is the best one. Um, I've seen this film three times now. Yep. Um, I saw the first one I saw with you, Craig. Um, yes, oh, yes, we had a From the Top showing together. Nice. We did, we did. And you spilled my juice everywhere over oh, the yeah, poor yeah, man's counter. Yeah. yeah. Um, oh. Which is very embarrassing. I don't um, know, embarrassing cinema story, I think. It yes, is, I, um, the card. Call, a call back to the very first episode, eons ago. <laughs> uh, but um, I really, 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 really love this film. I think. Hmm. Not only is it the best Tom Holland film, I think it might be one of the best Spider-Man films, and yep. I, 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 I think I, I think I ranked it like number four, number three out of the MCU movies. Well, um, do you know what, Richard? Apparently, uh-huh. a lot of people must agree with you because it opened with yes. two hundred and fifty-three million dollars oh, in America, big money over the opening weekend, right? Which is the yes. third highest. Domestic box office opening of all time behind. What do you think the other two films are? Do you know what they are? Uh, the Force Awakens. No. Damn it. Infinity War and Endgame. Yeah. No. Bang, on the, bang on the money, as it were. Bang on, yeah. bang on the money. <clears throat> Infinity War and Endgame. <clears throat> um, which beat it by a couple of... I think it almost, it almost caught up to mm-hmm. Infinity War. It was so close. It was like wow. 50,000 off of it or something. That's that just crazy. Is. Obviously, it's the biggest opening of the pandemic era. The, the, yeah, the, yeah, yeah. the biggest opening before it was um, Venom at ninety mm-hmm. million, um, and it obviously completely blew all of expe- all of the expectations out of the water for what a pandemic movie could be, and it, it probably <clears throat> is going to make a billion dollars. It made five hundred eighty-seven point two million dollars worldwide in its opening weekend. Obviously, that's from Wednesday until now. Yes, um, because it opened in the UK on Wednesday. Sorry, America. Um, but obviously, ha, ha. It opened on uh, on Friday in America. Yes, but I think I think. Do you think it's going to reach a billion? Yes. Yeah, I think it's going to reach a billion. I mean, think yes. it's easy. I mean, it has it has so many it, it fires on on so many cylinders, right? Yeah. It has diehard Spider-Man fans. Yep. Diehard MCU fans. Yep. Diehard fans who are around about our age who who have this nostalgia feeling watching this film. Yep. Uh, especially because of the villains and stuff that shows up yep. and um, <clears throat> other people, and but also as well, it has like such like a, an exciting like blockbuster movie, and everyone's yeah. excited about it. It's everyone's like, oh my goodness, what's gonna, oh my goodness, oh my yeah. god, what's gonna happen? And um, you I, know, it has all that going for it. Mm-hmm. You know, I I think this is exactly the movie that you want to see in cinema with the right crowd as well. It's also that I think it's the perfect time of year. There's something really mm-hmm. really nice. About, about I mean, Christmas movie. Tradition, well, traditionally, about a movie coming out Christmas. Yeah, traditionally this would have been probably a summer blockbuster, like uh, a summer film. Like, like I think it was meant to be, wasn't it? Before it got delayed and stuff, and then it was moved to November, sure. and then they pushed it back to December or something like that. Because it was, 
Like, no, um, Far From Home and Homecoming all, all, both came out in, I think it was July of 2016. Something like that, yeah, it was July, yeah. Respectively. Yeah, it was July. Um, but I like this, I like, you know, Star Wars started the trend by coining, like, you know, the, the sort of week of Christmas release, or week before with Force Awakens in 2015, and then subsequently Rogue One, Last mm. Jedi, Solo well, kind of went a bit, maybe. Yeah. And then, yeah. um, then you had... Um, Rise of Skywalker, and then obviously before that you had the Hobbit, but the, but Lord of the Rings like, as well. They came out absolutely perfect. I'm like, yeah, go for this sort of date. This is like, a, yeah, because it's it's kind of you know everyone's in the in the mood of excitement for Christmas mm-hmm. and stuff. Yeah, and they really want to they really want to see like a film, a really good feel good film in the cinema, and this is a great film. Like you just uh, to, to no, see the cinema film. with with a bunch of people. It really really is. You know, I mean, well, no, no, there were some people on our screen who were making like weird weird yeah. Movies. I mean, every right. time I, the the three times I've seen this movie, every time I've seen it, people have cheered and clapped or made a weird noise. Um, yeah, yeah. So I, and and that that is the first time this has happened because generally, generally speaking, in our hometown of Glasgow, yeah. uh, people don't tend to clap in our cinemas. And <laughs> I mean, in I, general, <laughs> yeah, in general, yeah. Like I, I think when I went to see Infinity War, people cheered and clapped. When I saw Endgame, no one cheered and clapped. So I thought, oh, maybe that was a fluke. Maybe Infinity War was a fluke. But hmm. not Spider-Man's done it. People were cheering. They were losing their minds. They were like, oh my God, that's Happy Hogan. Yeah, yeah. I mean, who doesn't love Happy Hogan? And I, I think, to be honest, like, I think it's probably one of the best sort of like fan experiences you could say that I've I've had in, in yeah, the cinema. You know, 100%, like I think, 100%. and I'm being honest, the best experience I've had seeing a film in the cinema was probably Force Awakens. Yeah, that's still one of my like, favorites. That's that's, my that favorites. night, like that was like such. It was a packed screening. It was midnight. Yeah. Everyone was. Everyone was there. But you know, like was everyone was there. there. <laughs> Every screen was like packed. It was just such a great experience. And I just remember sitting there in the cinema. Looking up at the screen, and obviously the lights were dim, and everyone's like, Oh, right. And then it was like, and then it was like, you know, Lucasfilm, a long time ago, and then everyone's waiting for that, you know, the, the, the theme tune. Yeah, that and, was good. That was and really you're good. like, Oh, but this comes close because I think this, mm-hmm. this is our this is this is our version of that, Richard. Because people who grew up watching Star Wars in the 70s, 80s, right, mm-hmm. saw that film and they had all the nostalgia of Luke, Han, and Leia, right, and uh-huh. all like shooting Chewie and stuff. But we had that here. Like we grew up watching Spider Man with Tobey Maguire, Spider Man, yeah, maybe yeah. Spider Man with Andrew Garfield. I would, I would, I would stuff, say, you know? I'd say so. I'd say so. Yeah. I mean, I, I mean, mm. I, I don't get me wrong. I still, I still think. I, I, I mean, I'm more inclined to like Star Wars more than this. I think I'm, I'm a big Star Wars guy. Um, I, I got much more nostalgia from Star Wars than I did from this. If I'm honest. Um, I, 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 I think, and I, I, I just wanted to run this past you, right? So, yeah. I, um. There's a lot of fan service in this. Yes. A lot. And I, 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 I mean, don't get it right. This guy sounds like I'm nitpicking. And I'm are. But I, I, I did like this film. I did love it. But if you didn't like or care about these characters, yes. would this fan service annoy you? Um, because it's very see, heavy-handed. This is, is and this is, this is quite a, an interesting thing because if you're young, mm-hmm. like if you're like, you know, twelve or whatever yeah. age films. Would you care as much about this? Because really, See, the thing, thing is, like the multiverse mm-hmm. angle of this film, right, 
is only mm-hmm. significant <clears throat> if you know and care about the other characters that you're saying. Like, see, yeah. you don't know who they are or you don't care about them, it doesn't really matter. You don't care. Yeah, you know? there's so much, like, um, it's, there's so much, it's just, like, well, because one, one of my favourite scene in this whole movie, uh, if you haven't seen a certain film, that is not going to appeal to you in any way whatsoever. Yeah. You're not going to understand what's go going for, on. Go for spoilers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, uh, but, uh, okay, should we That's talk it. about... Yeah, should we go for it? Should we talk about... Wait, what? What the favourite scene was? Favorite scene is when so Andrew Garfield and Tom McGuire they're back they're back baby they're yeah, back they and they look they great I mean I I thought Tom McGuire was looking a bit sick but um, <laughs> <laughs> uh, what, so wait, Andrew Garfield was... has not aged a day but uh, my your... favorite scene yeah yeah was um the scene where Andrew's Peter MJ yes that was my favorite scene that was such a redemption that... for that character. And that um, only that yeah I agree mm-hmm. that only packs a punch if you've seen Amazing Spider-Man two yeah because it's never explained that well it's, obviously you know he 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 loses Gwen he talks about it in the film and stuff but you don't know how he loses Gwen so when he catch when he saves it well I guess you could just apply like, oh he managed to save MJ he didn't save Gwen you can put the dots together but it's just like imagine not knowing anything and he just she's he catches her and he does that weird puppy dog sad eyes and yeah. she's like oh you okay and he's like you you're like why the fuck's he but, crying he saved her <laughs> but this is the thing. Is that only because, like, I think it's it's made more meaningful by the way he saves her, because yeah. she was gonna die the exact same way Gwen did. Yeah, exactly. And he um, didn't. He didn't. He he just used momentum to like push himself down without mm-hmm. webbing her. Yeah. And he Imagine he webbed her again. He's like, damn, I did it again. Oh god, oh god, no! He becomes like a serial killer. But this is the thing. So, like. I mean, I think the thing that's the big, the big takeaway is that they're back, you know, back, and, and like seeing that your favorite scene, right? See when you watch the final trailer, uh-huh. right? You kind of knew, right? Like I, I, I watched it and I was, I was under, I knew the under the impression, right? Okay, that to, Toby and Andrew are probably going to be in this film at some point, right? And I was like, they, like she's going to fall, and he's going to catch her. That's what's gonna happen, but I, but I only knew that because of because I've seen the other films. Yeah, I get you, but like, mm. like this is what I mean. Like I, I only knew, like yeah, I watched the film. And I was like, I mean, you don't have to know that's gonna happen, right? It's a bit of a surprise, but like you know, it doesn't. It isn't as meaningful. If if you haven't seen the other films, I don't think, and even like even the inside jokes and stuff, like you know when they're talking about the rhino, uh-huh. and like you know um, yeah. venom, a little bit and stuff, and I'm like, yeah, yeah. like if I'm being honest, right, uh huh, the film is incredible, but I do not think it would be as good if you haven't seen or grown up with those. Oh other yeah, films. I I don't think so either, but I think uh, it's got to a certain point now where it's like. Because it's like it's because you very you could very well say the same for Endgame. That film is inaccessible to anyone who hasn't seen a certain amount of movies before Endgame. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and I think that felt so deserved because they worked up ten years to it. So you're like, if you haven't been watching at this point, that's kind of on you. Yeah, um, yeah. And I think it's I think you could argue the same for Spider Man. Um, 
like a, a little bit, maybe not as much because you, you, the Tobey Maguire movies and the Andrew Garfield movies they aren't connected to these movies. Yeah, um, yeah. So I. I I can see both points of view from being like, well, you should have watched them. Well, you don't need to watch them, or you shouldn't have to watch them. Yeah. Um, but I, I don't know. I, I'm just still, I'm running on a high from it. I'm still, I, I still cannot wait to see it again, which will be my fourth time. And I just want to say that Andrew Garfield is my favorite Spider-Man. I here's it's funny that right. I was actually going to mention this. Mm-hmm. I've seen a lot of talk online over the last couple of days, right? That a lot mm-hmm. of people are, are saying, and I kind of agree that I think. He should be Sony Spider Man. Yeah, I can see that. I can see like, that. Can they should just that. keep going forward and do Amazing Spider Man three. I would love it, but they'd fuck it up again. Do you think? Why? Oh, 100 percent. They can't do anything. Sony cannot do anything by themselves. Do you know? But this is the thing. I think I'm like that would probably work because, like, I would love it. I would really love it. I would love to see Andrew Garfield get a second shot because he was running rings around Tom Holland and Tommy Maguire. Like running rings, like he was so charismatic, and he just nailed it. He was so good. He just stepped back into yeah. that character again. And you, and, and, and you're watching it, and you want to you want to watch more of that, though. Yeah, you know? yeah, exactly. Like I, I left when I let it's made me feel so bad because I'm like this guy's so good, and you can see there's a genuine love and passion for this character. But he got so shafted with the Amazing Spider-Man and the Amazing Spider-Man Two. And don't get me wrong, like Amazing Spider-Man's fine. It's all right. Yeah. And the Amazing Spider-Man 2 has really good moments, but it's just so bogged down with this messy, messy story. Um, too many too many characters, man. Too many villains, and that's the thing. Yeah. Just, but like, they made it work in this one, and, you know what I mean? We had five villains, um, and I think... Yeah, but it, come on. like This is the thing. Like, Doc Ock does, isn't really a villain. Yeah, but he has that great opening... Se- well, I mean, yeah, but they could see the same for like, the Amazing Spider-Man. Literally, like, they have, what, they have two kind of main villains and then Rhino's in it a little bit. Do you know what I mean? Um, and, and they still that, fucked it up. Yeah, I mean, this is the thing. Is that I, I think it's like because it's too... Like, what they try and do in the main Spider-Man 2 is they try to give every single villain like almost like equal amount of time. Nah. And that film that film just becomes like so bloated. Like, they give Rhino at the beginning and the end. Electro's like more or less the whole middle part. Yeah. And Rhino gets like Rhino's only yeah Rhino's only there for like four minutes if if that yeah I know but at the same time it's like they try and like make it a whole bit but I'm like why not just why not just ditch Rhino and just make it about like Electro and Green Goblin or just make it about Green Goblin because this is the thing like I kind of felt like that in this movie I'm like really yeah a little bit with the villains I'm like okay like the main villain obviously was Green Goblin uh huh like who was amazing by the way. Ironically, Spider-Man himself, more yes. or less, right? Um, because I'll get onto that in a minute, but he, he's a bit of a fucking idiot, right? But anyway, and like, so that, yeah, you have Green Goblin. I, can't, I really wish Doc Ock was more evil for longer. I, I, I like I, what he did because I've seen him evil. More evil. I've seen him evil and, you know, I was like, all right, I've seen this guy evil before. I can't I can go either way. And I thought the bridge scene was really good. I thought it was really fun. Um, and I liked... The, the the way they got around him becoming good again and I like that idea of him helping Spider-Man and stuff or helping this Spider-Man um, yeah. similar to how like Sandman wasn't evil do you know what I mean he just wanted to go home because at the start of it he actually helps Peter as well against Electro yeah um, so I kind of I kind of like that and this way they can still do the Sinister 6 if they want because this was the Sinister 5 basically 
Not even that. It was a sinister two. I can, but I do think that three. I think like no, it's sinister. Fuck. You got lizard, electro, and green goblin were like the only three who were actually bad. Right. Yeah. Yeah. More. Yeah. More or less. Because I mean, this is the thing. Like, um, I just feel that like, I, I, I think my favorite villain is Doc Hawk. Like, really? And nah. every single Sp- excuse me, and every single Spider-Man film I've seen, like the one, two, and three with Toby, uh, mm-hmm. one and two with Andrew, and, and now the three with Tom. Mm-hmm. I'm like Tom, like Tom, yeah. I'm like my favorite out of all of them is Doc Ock. Mm-hmm. Really? He's, he's the best. I think he's yeah. the best. Yeah, he's like, great. Mysterio, he's great. Mysterio and that and Fast Mom was like, all right. Yeah, Vulture was like quite interesting, I guess. Vulture was. Uh, and then Vulture. and then fucking Rhino, Electro, and Green Goblin, and no, they weren't very good. Lizard was like, all right, you know, it's kind of interesting, I guess. Mm-hmm. Um, Venom, Sandman, and, and New Goblin, and the Raimi yeah. one. I was like, oh, God. Hey, Green come Goblin. on, New, New Goblin's everybody's favorite. I don't know where chat and everybody loves it. No, and, and yeah. that's the thing. Right? That's the thing. So. And then in the first Spider-Man, um, the first Raimi Spider-Man, Green Goblin, who's a great villain, right? Pretty campy, right? Which is kind of what it's about, right? Yeah. Doc Ock is just so interesting. Like, I just, I watch... Like, yeah, he's... Yeah. I, 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 I want to watch Spider-Man 2 again. I think it's well yeah. because Spider-Man 2 is the best one of that trilogy. Oh, yeah, like, yeah. With, 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 well, I spoke, with, I spoke about this in the podcast that I, I re-watched the Raimi trilogy and I wasn't a big fan of it. I mean, I, I still love it, you know? It's like it's like the prequels, you know. What I mean, I'm blinded yeah. by the nostalgia, but when I watched that, it's about like these are very dated. Um, they are very dated. Slow. I mean, but um, still, like the train scene is incredible. Oh yeah, there's like Spider-Man Two is great. Like it's legit great. Like there's so many good action sequences. Um, there's a lot of great action sequences in this. I thought as well. Like um, yeah, pretty much everything with the Green Goblin, that fight in the uh, the apartment where he's just that was so Spider-Man One. That, just that was going the, I think, the, Oh, I was so good. Yeah. Because that's how it happened in Spider Man Money, like literally just yeah. beat him up. I think, but I think though, that like, I think that was the best fight scene. Like, the, I the, thought the, 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 apartment the one in the one in the apartment, yeah, even better than the one in the Statue of Liberty. Like, I just thought it was the best, the best one. Really, I, like, I, I thought the one at the end with Peter and uh, Goblin was so good. I thought it was so brutal. Like, I thought I was like, this is the moment that Tom Holland Spider Man has actually grown up, and it's shown you that he is. Capable of scary yeah. shit because when he's just and I thought Wonder Four was so great. Like, see when he's just punching him, he's, he's just laughing. And I was like, This is so good. Like, this guy's like, because Tom Holland's fought villains before, but they've all been either like, Oh, I've lost my job, or you know, <laughs> um, <laughs> I need money, or something like that. But this guy's legit, just fucking insane. Do you know what I mean? There's but no think, way to reason with him. I think what makes him. A good villain, because I think Green Goblin is my second favorite. Right? What makes Green Goblin a good villain is that he's that when Spider-Man's hitting him. Like, I remember that, that scene in the apartment where he's literally on top of him and he's literally beating him, punching him in the face over and over again. Right? And mm-hmm. it's it's do, it's doing nothing. Yeah. Like it's it's nothing. It's doing nothing to him. Right? Yeah, he's just like, like you said, like, like he's just smitten, he's laughing. Yeah. yeah. And I, I I love that scene. And I think another thing that I loved about this movie is this, that how they used the spider sense, the Peter Tingle. I thought he did it so well. Yeah, See that yeah. scene when he's in the, the he's in the apartment and he's like and he hears something and he, he stops talking and he's looking around and he knows something's up but he doesn't know who who what, it is. Yeah. You know what I mean? What the danger is? 
and he looks at Electro and all that, and he's looking around, and he's like, then he then he clicks, and it's green, yeah. and he just, psh, and then that's when he comes into the Goblin, and he's like, uh, Norman's on sabbatical. I was like, oh, that, I've just bought this smile. It was so good, like. Yeah, Willem Dafoe does a, a really good job in this film. And I think there was a good, because, yeah, you're right, uh, Willem Dafoe was very campy in the first Spider-Man. But I think he's evolved the character to where this character was just fucking brutal in this movie. And I think yeah. Goblin, Electro, Lizard, um, maybe Sandman were all better in this movie than they were in their own movies. Yeah, yeah, I can yeah. See that. Maybe not. I, I thought Doc Ock was still very good. I thought he was still very good, but yeah. I don't know if he was as good. I don't think he was as good as he was in Spider Man Two. You know what I mean, that's see. This is the, this is the thing that bothers me about this, right? Mm-hmm. I think the thing that bothered me about the Doc Ock scene is that it felt way too easy how he defeated him. Yeah, I was like, I, I, I really? think it was interesting. Like it was all the like, nanotech stuff. Like that was because it's like I technology think, versus technology, and it's like, all right, okay, I can I can kind of yeah, see but, it. Do you know what I mean? It was like. Doc Ock's meant to be this menacing figure that, like, you know, has the, these mechanical arms and stuff, mm-hmm. he's destroying a bridge, and then literally the nanotech fuses with the arms, and I'm like, that's cool, and then he can just control it. Yeah. And then well, it's like, I, oh, I, get, on, I, get, really? I, I, like, I get, I get, I get, I get, I get you. Yeah. Like, and I think, because this is the thing, this is the thing I think going forward I'm pretty excited about, and I mm-hmm. think this is the thing that's, that's really made me not like Tom Spider-Man yeah. trilogy as much as other is it feels like every turn everything is way too convenient okay like, like he's got everything handy to him on a silver plate basically more or less yeah like yeah, a lot of people have that complaint at the end it's like a lot of thing at the end of it is like you know at the end of Far From Home where he has to defeat all the drones and stuff but I'm kind of like you know in Homecoming he he rips apart the boat and then, you know, and he has to, or he, he doesn't rip it apart. He gets, it gets in a fight and it gets ripped apart by the, those mm-hmm. guys, the Vultures crew, right? Yeah. And then Tony Stark says, it's like, right, okay. And it's like, and that's the thing, this is why I'm glad they got rid of the Iron Spider outfit. I'm so glad they got rid of that because I was, I just hate it. Because I'm like, oh, what's, because this is the thing that worked well in Amazing Spider-Man and the Raimi uh-huh. Spider-Man, right? Spider-Man. Uh-huh. Trilogy, mm-hmm. and I think this is where they're going forward now. Is that the thing that makes Peter Parker so endearing? Or part of the reason I think, in my, in my view, is that he does it all himself. Yeah, right. Like he made the suit himself. He makes the web mm-hmm. shooters. Himself. Obviously, he's more given to him by nature. But like mm-hmm. you know, he makes it all himself. He has a, a police radio and stuff like that. Whereas like you know, the Iron Spider suit mm-hmm. worked yeah. for Infinity War and Endgame, but he's literally invincible. Like know. you know, yeah, and, yeah, and it's yeah. like. And it and you know it, it, the whole magic of Spider-Man partly like, partly derived from from Christopher Reeve Superman is when he runs down the alley and he rips open his shirt and it has the logo, mm-hmm. whereas he's just on the bridge and he just like comes over him with nanotech and it's like oh mm-hmm. come on, it yeah it takes away from do you know what I think it does it's a bit annoying it takes away from the relatability like all right okay yeah I can get that because the point the point of view is something I read the other day about Stan Lee what mm-hmm. Stan Lee said I think I think it was yeah. Is that one of the best things about Spider Man, one of the best things they ever the choices they ever made creatively was they never had they, they made them completely covered from head to toe, right? Which meant that and they did it later on obviously, which meant under that mask and under that suit could be anyone. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right? It could mm-hmm. be absolutely anyone, could be someone white, black, Hispanic, Asian, whatever. Obviously the Miles Morales get introduced later on, which kind of mm-hmm. 
as te- testament to that, right? But the point of view is that it, it is anyone, and that anyone can be like a hero, and it makes you more relatable because it could be you, you know, it could be a kid, right, down down the street, it could be whatever, right? Who could be going out solving crime and stuff like that, and makes it all for themselves. But I think the fact of the matter is like when you're just watching someone who has a metal nanotech suit, mm-hmm. it's a bit like, yeah. Where's the relatability? I I, 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 do, I I do get that that complaint, and I, I, it's one of my complaints as well. But I think I think it's just the universities in. Do you know what I mean? I get um, that, but that, that's why I think it's pretty good now. Oh yeah, they've set they've, they've put it back to the status quo. Kind of re- yeah. a little bit of a soft reboot. So know? now, if Sony really wanted, they could pull them back. They could bring them back home, as they wanted to. Because they wouldn't have to mention think... anybody else, and they've only I got think... one contracted movie left with them, with Marvel. I think what they'll do, right, mm-hmm. is they'll keep him in the MCU, mm-hmm. and they'll have like him in his own like little pocket. Yeah, you know. Wait, who? Who like, in their own? Little... Oh, Spider-Man, right. You mean you mean Tom Holland? Yeah. Because, you know. I mean, part of me thought that that, that see at the end scene, at the very end. I know uh-huh. we're jumping a bit, a but at yeah. the very end, when when they're on the sexual liberty, Doctor Strange is like, "I can't stop them coming through." Everyone who who knows who Peter Parker uh-huh. is is coming through, right? Oh yeah, I, gen- to talk about this, I genuinely thought at that moment he was going to say, "Why don't you just send me somewhere else then?" Like, oh, I like the universe. Oh. Yeah, and that's how I thought they were going to put them into the Sony universe. Oh, like, you know, like take them back a bit. No, but then, then kind of like bait, kind of like put Spider Man into like the Sony verse, and then they'd all follow him there. Yeah, you know. And I think to myself, but then obviously it didn't happen. But now, thank God. Now, now he's obviously you know in his own little pocket of the MCU a little bit. Yeah, I like um, I, I like the ending. I like I like the ending, and I liked it's back. And I love the new suit. It looks so good. Like the new suit looks incredible. Yeah, um, yeah, maybe one of my favourites. But I, already, this, is like, good so good. this is what's good about it. This is what's good. It's homemade. It's it's like yeah, you know, he actually put in the work rather than it just being handed to him. Well, he did. You know, he, I mean, I think he what is it? He the homecoming suit he made himself from you know the one yeah. like the, the the jumper and stuff. Yeah, but I mean, like an actual functioning suit. That suit was go- functioning and had little eyes. Googly eyes. Nah, like, it's not googly eyes. You just had googly eyes. You're just a hater, Craig. You're a hater. Um, no, but I mean, the thing is, I, I'm like happy with the direction that they're going in if this is what they're doing because I'm like, this is what Spider-Man is. Like, yeah, I hope so. I hope the, so. the relationship with Tony Stark was nice to see how that evolved mm-hmm. from Civil yeah. War Homecoming and Infinity War Endgame. But like, uh-huh. I'm kind of done with that now. Like, I kind of want yeah, to see I Spider-Man I get you. more lit. And this and I, is think, what... I think we are. I think we're going Sorry. to see that direction. No, sorry, I, just, uh, I think we are going to see that direction. I think this was this was very much a movie of Hardening up Tom Holland a wee bit, like, yeah, and yeah, you know what I mean. I'm, and I'm glad about that as well. Um, that was one of the things I don't like about his Spider-Man, right? Mm-hmm. Is that he's naive as fuck, and he's well, he's, he's a kid. Like, I think people I know, but I know, forget that he's a kid. And I know what you say because he's like seventeen, right? I get that, Dude, right? Seventeen, Craig. What are we doing? Well, well opening up multiverses. <laughs> <laughs> Remember that time right. we fought multiple Richards? <laughs> oh my god. Good times, good times. Why multiple? Why didn't we fight them? I, I oh, know for Richards true. now, actually. Um, but, um, um, I, but, like, what, what I mean is, like, 
I get that he's a kid, right? Mm-hmm. And he's meant to be a kid, but I'm just like the the main reason that I feel this way is because I'm like, think about what happened in Far From Home. Like, he trusted Mysterio and the Mysterio mm-hmm. fucked him over. Yeah. And now immediately we go and more or less right into No Way Home, right? Yeah. And and these villains uh, are here who are obviously dangerous yeah. villains, right? Yeah. Green Goblin destroys a bridge with yeah. hundreds of people on it, right? And Spider-Man's like, no, we can help them. And you're like, come on, man. I, really? I, I know I know you hate you hate that, right? I love that. But but why? Like, this is what I don't, I don't get because like, he's optimistic, because he's he's the good guy, you know, as he's not he's not bad, you know what I mean? He tries to see the good in everybody and he tries to see that you know, he can see that these people are damaged, that they need help and if they can cure them, if they can make them better, then they're not a threat because obviously he gets that he, he has that scene and all that with uh Oh, I'm something of a scientist myself. Um, William yeah. Defoe. Uh, I thought that was very heavy-handed, but I thought it was very funny. Um, and I was like, no one really speaks like that. Like no one. I don't think. Any, well, I mean, it's a whole generation of people saying that now. But I was like, because <laughs> you seen that scene where he's like, this man is credits to William Defoe, who's a phenomenal actor and does so good in this role. Like you really feel it for him. And like on my first viewing, I was like, I feel bad for this guy. Like I, I, I would help this guy. I would, I would want to help this guy. Yeah, but then he you try and I mean? murder you by throwing you through a block of flats. Yeah, and that, it, like this is the thing that I, that I think is is a bit weird about the film, and I get because it adds drama to the film. Is that mm-hmm. Spider Man makes the choice to like help these people? Yeah, but if, and it gets him to the exact same place he would be if he didn't choose to help them. Do you know what I mean? Like. Aunt May would still be alive, for one. Right? Yeah. And other people, but obviously, he does eventually in the end cure them, right? Mm, but yeah. only because the other, the other Spider-Men showed up. If they didn't show up, then what would have happened? What well, would have killed them? Well, exactly. So that's what I mean. It's like, and he sends them back to the universe. Mm-hmm. Because even they, like, as well, cause as, as well as them, like, I mean, they want to help cure them as well. Do you know what I mean? Like, they're like, no, we want to, we want to help you cure them. Like we got, and yeah. then Tommy McGuire's like, we got to cure them because like Tommy McGuire's seen this Green Goblin do some awful shit, yet he still stops Tom Holland from killing him. I know. I just because I, I that's Spider Man is. He's the good guy. He tries to help everybody he can, even the villains. I know, but this is the thing. It's like, I mean, maybe, maybe this is a thing of like, oh, well, because even that, that's it. He goes to Doctor Strange, mm. and I guess it's the, the the message from it is like, or what Peter Parker gets from it. Is that he has to deal with the consequences of his actions? Yeah, like you know, like and which I think actually, in a way, it's kind of a gripe I have with it, but in a way, I quite like because it's like this whole film is more or less a, a lesson to him of like, you know, Tony Stark's gone, Aunt May's gone, and you now, no one's there to hold your hand when yeah. things happen. Like at the exactly. end, it's it's him that makes the choice to like basically mm. give up his entire life, which I'm like, but I didn't really feel sad about it because I was like, well, yeah, like I mean, yeah, you messed up like really badly. This I is still I love it. it. I, I, I love the ending. I thought it was so bittersweet. I, I felt yeah. a bit sad. I thought I thought the ending was good, but I just thought like, well, yeah, like obviously you're gonna have to do something like that because, I mean, overall, right? Mm-hmm. At the beginning. To be honest, the spell I think 
like this thing. I don't want to give the impression I don't like the film. Yeah, because I've done a shot on it for the last. No, I really, <laughs> no, I really do like it. Right, but here's the thing. Right, the reason that the spell was changed narratively, uh-huh. I didn't feel was really that big a deal. Like, for example, like, you know, he's like, oh no, I need, you know, MJ has to know, and Ned has to know, and Aunt May has to know, and I'm like, why? Why don't they tell them again? Like, is yeah. it really going to be that big a deal? Like, well, he did say that he said about the Aunt May thing. He's like, oh, it was really messy when she found out the first time. I don't think I can go through that again. Yeah, I know. But um, three of them, like, you know, I'm like, you could wait. MJ found out pretty up, pretty sure. Yeah, she but then he, but then he was also worried that. MG was only with him because he was Spider-Man so he's like oh if she forgets does that mean that we're not in a relationship anymore because we only started going out because we were speaking about the Spider-Man stuff and then well there's so much of that their relationship starting tied into the Spider-Man stuff in the bridge so does she forget about that uh, that's what that's why he was worried about that and then obviously Ned the Ned one the Ned one's easy to explain but I think it was more the MG and the May one that he was concerned about yeah I know I just I, I mean I guess I was watching it and I was like I mean, you could just tell them again. Like, yeah. Did you, you not know? just listen to what I just said? No, I know. I just heard what you said, right? But MJ liked Peter, right? When she kind of worked out for herself, because she's very intelligent, that he was Spider-Man, right? So just become really heavy-handed with it and just kind of hint to her all the time, right? Oh, by the way, yeah, I love to sling webs. <laughs> I don't know. Um, you know, but Ned, yeah, I was like, my God, you need to change it three, eight, five times and stuff. I'm like, what? That's, and because... I just thought, like, I don't know if it's really that big a deal to tell these people again. Mm-hmm. I mean, obviously then there wouldn't be the, the whole story, I guess. Yeah. But the, the thing is, those that's like, all the things I've said are like little nitpicky things, right? But overall, mm-hmm. like, I really, really, like, as I think as a fan, mm-hmm. it's, it's such a fun experience to watch this. Yeah. And see all this come together. You know, like, when... Like, I, I remember, like, see sitting in the cinema, I went to see it on uh, an IMAX on Wednesday night, and um, uh-huh. which is a really good experience. Um, and it's a bunch of fans and stuff, and like that scene where they're in the kitchen in Ned's house, and he opens the portal, mm-hmm. and then it's obviously Andrew's Spider Man. Yeah, it's like, oh, and the suspense, and they kind of keep you there, and then he runs towards it, and then he takes off his mask, and I was like, Pah. you know, like, yeah, it was so good. I love that's that. the sort of thing that you want mm-hmm. from these, yeah, films, yeah, yeah. you know. Definitely, definitely. Um, Toby's what, reveal actually wasn't as big a deal, I thought. Well, what... So, I love Toby Maguire, right? And I think he... So well in this movie. And I think this is probably one of his best performances as Peter Parker, right? And I think that... Same for Andrew, same for all the characters who came back, to be honest. I thought they all fitted into their characters just like they had never left. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, But, so... Tom, Tommy Maguire's Peter Parker, right? As much as I love him and as much as I liked him in this movie, he is like void of any charisma. Like he is just not. He's so monotone all the time. And a part of me is like, this is like I don't know. There's just something very wooden about Tommy Maguire <laughs> as mm. an actor. I just I was just watching. It, I was just like, I I, I mean I, I liked his performance and I still liked him. And I thought that was a I thought that performance was true to. The Peter Parker that we got in the other three movies, but I'm just like, you're just, oh, yeah, oh. I get what you mean. Like, if I hadn't watched Spider Man one and two and three, and I was watching this one, and this is the first time I saw Tobey Maguire as uh, Peter Parker, I'd be like, yeah, you are dreadful. Like, you are an awful actor. 
Yeah. No, I, you know I mean, you mean like I think, but I think if like it's weird because I think when you put when you put him in in his own films, mm-hmm. it works. Yeah. Right. But when you put him in, like. And with these other two, it's mm-hmm. a bit weird. It becomes more obvious. But the thing is, because I guess, I guess, because they do have just... actual like energy in a scene. This is the thing, though. I guess the point that maybe that he's going for as an actor in terms of mm-hmm. um, playing Spider-Man is that he's meant to just be a normal guy. You know, like there's yeah, there's people... there's normal, yeah. and then there's just straight up fucking boring. <laughs> Do you get the impression when you're watching it that the other two enjoy being a superhero Spider-Man. more than he does? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I get that as well. Yeah, hundred yeah. um, percent. But I still like. Don't get me wrong. Like, I still liked Maguire, and I still thought that they were good. I, I thought the three of them actually had really good chemistry together. Yeah. Especially Andrew I, Garfield and Tom Maguire. I think they two worked really well together. Uh, and I liked. I, I I keep praising, but but Andrew Garfield was just incredible. Like, everything he was doing, I was just like, bro, you are just so good. Um, yeah, and like, oh, stuff where he's like, oh, I really wanted brothers, and he's like, oh, I'm lame compared to you guys. And I like how Tommy Maguire's like, no, can, just to take it in, you are amazing. And I think, yeah, I was just like, this is so good. Like, I was just loving it, I was like smiling. Um, do you, do you think they're gonna introduce Miles Morales? In? I think so. I think, I think they'll probably introduce them because obviously they're doing this like college trilogy, um, with Tom Holland, so I'm thinking. They'll probably introduce him by the end of the second movie, and then have Peter mentor him in the third movie. I th- yeah, because that maybe think... go on to like, well, you know, his popularity is like an all-time high. Miles yeah, especially you know, with like Spider Verse like, and stuff. Into the, Spider- the game last year, Spider Man. The game. Which, the way, I still need to finish it. Need to finish it. If you have a PlayStation and you haven't played that, you need to play it. It's such a good game. Yeah, it's a good um, game. And that, I mean, that was really apart from Into the Spider Verse. I mean, it was that was really my main exposure to to the yeah, character same. of Morales. Same. And yeah. I think I'm like, yeah, that's why not? Like, this is yeah. he's a great character. And I think that like because obviously they had a, they had a pretty heavy handed hint towards it. In this yeah, film. I'm sure. You know, I, I, when Jamie I, I, I Foxx is quite troll. That was quite funny. When he was Matt, like, but, I thought you'd be black. He's like, oh, sorry. <laughs> yeah, but see when see when I was in the cinema the first time watching it. Mm-hmm. And when he said, "Oh, I'm sure there's a black Spider-Man out there somewhere," uh-huh. my cinema was like, "Oh, they were like really? pretty buzzing about that." Because well, I mean, that's literally yeah. I mean, it's yeah. obvious what they're gonna do. Mm-hmm. Well, Miles does already exist in this universe because obviously you have his the, uncle exists. Yeah, his uncle exists, um, and I guess might become the prowler. Um, yeah. But another another thing I wanted to talk about uh, was Aunt May's death. I thought that was handled so well. I've I've got a question, right? Uh-huh. Why did she not get destroyed or, or completely blown up by the grenade? Because he had it out of the way. The grenade didn't touch her. That's not how she died. Yeah, but grenades don't have to touch you to die. No, like, the, the grenade was nowhere near her. It was more near... Because he smacked it away. And then he got blown back by the blast. She wasn't in the... She didn't actually get hit by the grenade at all. Like, it wasn't near her. Oh, right, was, okay. Yeah, it was... Because my, 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 my thought... When I was watching her, when I was watching her, when I was watching it, was that he threw the grenade at her, and Tom Holland uh, reached out to get it and missed or tapped oh, it. Oh no! I uh, he picks her up. She's like a bag of like blood and bones. She's like, "And mate, can you walk?" Oh, yeah. Because that's what I thought. I was like, "She survived that." I don't know. Like, I mean, um, I get how he survived it. I mean, he got yeah, yeah, yeah. 
But, uh, Which yeah, is, so, yeah, yeah. pierced, I guess, by the blight. I mean, it, it really should have broke her back, the way that thing hit her. <laughs> by the way, yeah, I mean, when I saw it, I was like, uh-huh. oh, she, she, she's dead. Come on. But that, like, like, that fuck. thing. Uh, but I thought, I thought it was so, like, yeah. I thought this movie was so good. Like, I thought the emotional beats in this movie really hit. Like, there was sometimes, like, on my first viewing, I was really tearing up for a lot of my stuff. Not a lot of my yeah. stuff, but like a lot of stuff in the movie, like the Aunt May scene really got me. The scene where Ned and MJ like hug Peter on on the roof, I was like, because I think we haven't really spoken about, but the three of them together have really good chemistry together. Yeah, yeah. And it's because uh, I, I think they're friends. Both well, obviously Tom Holland and Zendaya are dating or whatever. Um, but the, the, they have a really believable friendship. And uh, and I think they're all really likable characters, and the the friendship between them is a really likable friendship. And yeah, uh, you really get a sense that these people really do care about each other. Uh, and then the other scene was obviously when Peter says MJ. Um, yeah. So I, I I thought and I thought I thought the the whole with great power comes great responsibility. That was done so well. That was and she, I thought that was really like in terms of the film, she's never said that to him. I don't think. No, you know? she 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 had like, it's always thought, obviously been Uncle Ben. Yeah, and I was like, "That's so like I like I like the twist on it." I was like, "I was like, oh," and I genuinely didn't see that coming. Like, I genuinely didn't yeah. see her saying that. And I was like, "That's that's good." And I felt like this was like the start of like the new Peter Parker that we're getting, and a much older, wiser Peter Parker, which I was, which I know you're really excited for. And I'm like, I think everybody's really excited for, to be honest. Um, and I just thought, well, yeah, yeah, I just thought that was so because I will be on like Aunt May has never really been a character that I've overly cared about, especially no. this version, if I'm honest. Um, but I thought that I thought the scene, and I thought she was really good in this movie as well. Like she had so much to do, and I was like, yeah, I wish I kind of saw more of her. Um, but I was like, this is so, this is really good. Um, and I was like, yeah. I'm really like, I feel like, like I'm. This is sad. Like this, this poor guy loses everything constantly. Um, but 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 Daredevil. It's funny because oh okay. So before we got on to Daredevil, right? No, it's funny. Right, because uh-huh. he loses absolutely everything, but it is his fault. Yeah, like if if, if life in it. right, I know, but that's the thing. That's, that's the, because at the beginning, right, uh-huh. they don't get into MIT because of him, right? So, if he just called MIT and spoken to them, then it would have helped things. Yeah, right? but that's that's the thing as well. Like he's a kid, and I'll be honest. See when he like that never even occurred to me either when I was watching the film. I was like, "Oh shit, yeah, you could have just phoned him." That no, never, but this is never occurred to me. But this is partly what I like about it is that I'm like, okay, yeah, he lost absolutely everything. Like his aunt died, and you know, he has to erase everyone's memories of him, yeah. right? But I'm uh-huh. like, well, yeah, but you like made stupid decisions and you fucked up. So yeah. you know, you the Spider Men are always fucking up, aren't they? I know. I mean, look at what... Andrew Garfield. He kept. He was like, "Oh, we can't go out anymore, Gwen Stacy." Actually, we can go out. No, we we can't go out. Oh shit! Now you're dead. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah, <laughs> happens to the best of us again. <laughs> <laughs> um, but, yeah. so, that's the thing. But I'm like, it's that thing when you're watching it, you're like, "Yeah, th- th- this is awful." But it, yeah, th- this is what he, this is why he's going to be like a, a darker, more mature Spider-Man because it's like mm-hmm. he he from this experience, mm-hmm. he's going to learn. That if it, this is what happens when yeah, you make I, hope he, I, hope, I hope I hope he's not darker. I hope he's not. I, I, I still want I want him to be optimistic. 
because I'm fed up with this like whole every superhero has to be sort of like an anti superhero now where they're like, oh, I'm a superhero, but I've got a dark no, past and I've I got a chip in my shoulder. I don't think he'll be like a like a, a, a darker, more like Batman, Jesus. Mm-hmm. But like, what I think is like, he's going to go forward and he's not going to be as like, well, hey, woo, woo, woo. oh, yeah, I think, I, yeah, like, yeah, 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 you know, I think because he's going to be optimistic in the sort of the friendly neighborhood Spider Man, like helping out and all that, but I'd, yeah, I hope he's not like. Literally made Broden. a decision that meant that people closest to him, one person closest to him, died, mm-hmm. and then everyone else in the world forgot about him. Yeah. Not to mention the other countless people who died because of reading Goblin, mm-hmm. blew up the bridge, and Doc Ock who destroyed cars and stuff, um, or any of the other villains that matter. Um, but I think going forward, I'm like, yeah, that's what I'm looking forward to. Like, you know, someone who's not like just. Like he he's actually going to grow up and and become the more like tactical Spider Man and like a bit more like going to be so like friendly neighborhood, but like you know, okay, I've yeah. learned my lesson from this experience. Uh-huh. I need I need to go forward. I need to know. Like, yeah, I guess that's it. That, that that's why it's so important with that line from it that he that Aunt May says that to him in this film because mm-hmm. like I think before it's just kind of been with great power comes great fun mm. and opportunity yeah but whereas now it's like oh my god yeah because i'm a superhero now i have to actually take things like seriously you know yeah. um but yeah daredevil yeah daredevil Ooh. he's on it uh yep. yeah i was i was this this scene had me smiling for so long i was shocked when, when i knew it was coming he... but i yeah. was shocked but i was like when's he gonna show up and see when like when it cuts like tom holland it's Peter Parker, and then it's like boom, the cane goes down. You're like, yeah. oh, yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, I think that was such a perfect introduction to Daredevil because a lot, this, a lot of people probably haven't seen Netflix, the Netflix show, right? Yeah, and I feel like this is such because this has like for people who don't know who he is, this is going to have them being like, oh my god, who is, who's this? And then they'll go look him up, and then they'll go see like he's got three seasons worth of a show, and then they'll go and watch that. Do you know what I mean? This is like yeah. it was a good like leeway into Daredevil because I think he's going to show up in like She Hulk and then Echo and then I think he's got his own show as well, like you said. Yeah, yeah. Um, and so I yeah, think... I was like, I like bro. Yeah, so and I, I think that's so perfect. I was like, what a perfect way to bring him into the MCU, you know? Yeah. Like because it's like out of all the other Marvel shows, mm-hmm. Netflix ones, he's obviously the one that fit in the most, and I think he's the one that people wanted the most. Yeah. You know, so I'm like, yeah, have him in there. Like, come on, like, you know, mm-hmm. like, you know, and I think for people who who don't know who he is, it'll be exciting. And people do know who he is, exactly. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like, it honestly, it was a like same with me when that scene was going on. I was like smiling, you know, from mm-hmm. from ear to ear, right? Yeah. But like when he, when the the brick flew through the window and he caught and it, he I was cut, like, oh yeah. my god. And he's like, I'm a really good lawyer. I was like, ah! Oh. I, I just yeah. thought it was so good. And it makes perfect sense why he would help a vigilante who's been unmasked. Do you know what I mean? just makes yeah. sense. Exactly. Um, I thought it was pretty cool as well so because, good. like, it kind of slightly undercut Peter Parker's spiders. I mean, I guess the, the brick wasn't that big a threat, mm-hmm. right? But, like, yeah. the fact that Daredevil caught that before Spider-Man... Mm-hmm. I thought it was like, wow, yeah. that's cool. Because he that's has like really cool. Because I'm pretty sure I don't know. I think it's in the comics. Has has like 
his like sixth sense almost is like meant to be actually better than Spider Man's. Um, it's just because Spider Man goes to catch it and Daredevil catches it before it. He can't. Yeah. Just like, oh my god, that's that's absolutely um, perfect. You know. I was going to say something. I forgot where it was. Uh... Oh yeah, um, because slight spoilers for Hawkeye. Kingpin yep. is also back. Ooh, I know. Ooh. That's what I'm so, I'm because maybe we'll see Daredevil in the season finale of Hawkeye. Probably not, but you never know. No, but that's uh, that is absolutely crazy because I'm like, uh, which by the way we will be doing a spoiler heavy, fantastic, spoiler fantastic, heavy means the same thing. Spoiler for um, <laughs> spoiler special for um, the end of the Hawkeye. last three episodes. Of Hawkeye. The last three episodes. We're very excited. I've been loving it. I have seen um, a theory, I doubt this, this is a bit off topic, but I've seen a theory that Spider Man might show up in the Hawkeye season finale because obviously we're seeing trailer clips of Clint and Hawkeye fighting at that big Christmas tree thing. That Spider Man swings over on the end of the film. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I uh, thought that. It also because occurred to me they... that at this point in Hawkeye, Spider Man doesn't exist. Or he does exist, Peter Parker doesn't exist. Yeah, because. They happen at the same time. They must yeah. be happening at the same time. But that, that this is like this isn't this isn't a big problem, I guess. But the timeline feels a bit weird. Do you know what I mean? Because this film takes place what it can't take place any more than what two weeks after Far From Home. Um, which is which is only meant to take place like four months. No, after I think Endgame is few, it. I think it's a. I think it's a few months. Three months because doesn't it start directly <laughs> after it starts directly after um Hello. the end of Far From Home, right? Because um, they're in the, the town, they're in the city center where it gets revealed to Spider Man, then he swings off, yeah. yeah. And then see, and then see when they get picked up by the um damage control, doesn't it take something like a week after the horrible attacks at the London Bridge? Yeah, so it's like only been a week. But then I think it's like that's meant to be summer. Right? Yeah, but then it's also Halloween. Yeah, yeah, the timing's a bit off, isn't it? Because yeah. I mean, that's not oh, a big yeah. issue. It's just weird. I was just like, that's what? When is this actually set? Because I was then, trying to yeah, piece that... together with like the rest of the MCU, and I was like, I don't know where this really goes. That makes sense though, because <laughs> it's like, okay, so from the time him, he's probably been revealed for a few months now. Yeah, and then he so it's Halloween. It's run... No, it's after Halloween. Because I remember took, that guy's like take those decorations, take decorations down. down or something like that, and uh, and I'm like, oh okay, it must be like, it must be towards the end of the year, yeah. Because I, I I reckon I reckon to you, Hawkeye's probably happening roughly the exact same time as this. Yeah, well, I think there's I think there's meant to be a time jump between Peter Parker, everybody forgetting who Peter Parker is, and then that end Hawkeye. scene. Yeah. yeah. I mean, because obviously um, it's not snowing when people forget, and then it is snowing when he's doing his Spider-Man and about. Yeah, of Spider-Man. course. And I think, I think that. Um, I mean, maybe it'd be a nice to have a hint mm-hmm. of it, but yeah, it, I don't it would know be why. nice. I think if there was a big fight at the tree, people wouldn't be intervening. Yeah, you know. Fucking maybe everything's in this. Sam Wilson's Captain America. In a way. Oh my god! Yeah, thought I was giving a speech. I, I think like. <laughs> If I'm being, honest, I think I, I don't think I don't think it should be in it because I I think that like the Hawkeye series, mm-hmm. if it starts adding like Spider Man like that, he's gonna totally overshadow 
Yeah. I don't know if he can. I don't know if he can be in. I don't know what the rules are to Tom Holland appearing on Disney Plus stuff because obviously they've still not put the Tom Holland movies on Disney Plus. I was thinking about this today. I wonder when they will do that because it's I, kind of annoying. I'm sure I heard somewhere that they are putting them on it and it was ages ago. Yeah, but I thought that. Well. I thought they were gonna, but but then obviously they're making that Spider-Man uh, freshman year, which is partly Tom Holland Spider-Man. Yeah. So, um, what what, like, what is the deal? I don't know. No idea. I mean, I think like I hope that they do. I hope they do put them on net on Netflix. Sorry, they are on Netflix on um, Disney Plus because I think Disney it'd be Plus. quite nice. I don't, yeah, I don't it would know be nice. They could just cut Sony a check. Yeah, well, they still haven't put the Incredible Hulk up on Disney Plus either. Yeah, well, but yeah, I'd rather watch Spider Man than <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> that's the thing. I think I'm just like, it'd be nice to have the whole sort of like boom, 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 you know? And yeah. like, what's it? The next MCU film after this, I believe, is Doctor Strange, right? Uh, it's Doctor Strange, yes. Which we sure. actually need to talk about post credits. Yes, so can we talk about the Venom first? Because I have a little bit yes. to say. Pointless. Venom. Uh, so so pointless. What was the th- point? This is the thing, though. But it, I don't think. It, I think it, big it, issue with Sony, is they just they just do shit. They just do I know, shit. But it and wasn't they have no because meaning. it brought it brought the symbiote yeah, into the MCU. I know there's a hundred and one, but there's just there was so much hype around it, and and I've been listening to Mister Sunday's podcast, right? Oh yep, yeah, Weekly Planet. Weekly Planet, a fantastic and, podcast, and, by the way. Yeah, yeah. And it's a really good podcast. And in it, he does, um, for the last two weeks, something he's been doing um, an ad for Venom. Yeah. And obviously, they tell him what to say. And one of the things was, is that be sure to stick around for the post credit scene because it opens a univer- it, it opens the Venom universe to a wider possibilities or something like that, right? Yeah. No, it doesn't because he's just back in his own universe again. He was actually in this universe for two seconds. All it is is they've just brought over the Venom goo, right? First of all, Tom Hardy doesn't even know who Peter Parker is. Yeah, this is the thing as well, right? Right. When uh-huh. You said this to me the other, the other day when we, when yeah. we discussed it and went to see it. Is that like, is it not because of the hive mind? I think so. But then even then, I'm just like, that's such a that's such a cheap excuse. Because yeah, then why yeah. wouldn't it just bring over the 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 Spider Man three Venom? Even though I don't want to see that, but why wouldn't it just bring over? Well, he's dead. Why... Yeah, but so is fucking oh, Doc so Ock all... and Green oh, Goblin. Yeah, <laughs> Yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, that, yeah. So I was just a bit like, oh, and I, I thought the scene was funny, and I liked Tom Hardy, and I like, well, I hate the Venom movies. I think they're both absolute garbage. Um, yeah, 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 they're garbage. Um, I think, and, sorry, I, personally, I think uh-huh. that I wish that uh-huh. Venom had stayed in the MCU for at least one movie. Yeah, well, I don't know if I really want to see him fight this Venom because this Venom isn't even that evil. I don't know what this Venom is to be honest. Um, but even the scene when he when he gets put over and he looks at the TV and he's like, oh, that guy. And it shows you Peter Parker without the mask standing in the, city, standing in the city square or whatever. And he's looking around at people. That scene never happens. That literally never happens. He never takes his mask off. Yeah, that's a bit weird. Like, yeah, that's just so... So when you have no idea, they just throw everything. They're like Chris Chibnall. They just throw everything at a fucking wall and hope something sticks, but yeah. it very rarely does. And obviously the symbiote's going to start to make a, a, an appearance in this. Yeah. In, in universe, and obviously we're going to have to bring in... Exactly. And then don't even get block. me started on Morbius. Like, how does that even work with everything else? You know what I mean? Yeah, like, three, three different Spider-Man universes. Kind of uh, I, I, and it's just um, like, Sony, what the fuck are you doing? Like, Don't get me wrong, I think, like, 
this definitely opens up the possibilities in the future for for future multiverse stuff, like in terms of different Spider Men and stuff like that coming together. Yeah. Because they they all exist now. They all know that that each other exists. So I'm like, you know, well, why? You know, why wouldn't they like? You know, why wouldn't they all like come together at some point in the future and stuff? Miles mm-hmm. and stuff like that as well. That'd be cool. It would have to be I... for the right reason. I think if they oh, just yeah, started like... doing it, then I would hate it. They start doing it randomly. You know, yeah. like, oh well, now they can cross over. They're all, they're all they're all with each other all the time. Mm-hmm. Um. They did that with Arrow. Did you ever watch Arrow? No, I, n- I never watched that. Oh, right. So the, I used to watch Arrow and Flash on the CW. Uh-huh. It was CW show. But it's, <laughs> they did that all the time. They had like a big crossover event. Uh-huh. Um, and then and then pretty much every opportunity they could get for like no views. Oh, they just kept doing it? They just kept crossing over all the time. It's like, oh, it's like boring. Yeah. You know, and that's the thing I think that they could do now, but I, I agree with you. They need to pick their battle, mm-hmm. I guess you could say. Yeah. Um, Maybe if they I, do something like Secret Wars or something. Oh, that'd be cool, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, but I think Venom being in this for this long, I kind of get what you mean. Like, if they'd been in any more of the film, how would they have factored into the Liberty, the Statue of Liberty fight, you know? Yeah, like, exactly. Really, just would have, I mean, he would have killed them all. Like, <laughs> yeah. you know, and it's like, um, but I think that I'm like, I'm more excited now for the symbiote being in the MCU than I am for any. Venom, Venom. yeah, forward. same, same. Um, unless uh-huh. they bring back Andrew Garfield Spider-Man and that's his Venom. See, I, I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't mind that. I wouldn't mind that at all. Um, but obviously, I'll, I'll in Spider-Man that. Two, every Spider-Man Two, we do see the Venom symbiote. They've already got that. They've already got his that, yeah. Venom. That's what I'm thinking. So. Though that I'm like, yeah, like that, that. You know, they could. I mean, they could just kind of like set up something else. Yeah, I And then the, the um, second post-credits was seen in inverted commas, right? Because it was actually a trailer for Doctor Strange and the Multiverse of Madness. It was, yes. Fuck. It looks good. Really good. I am pretty, I'm really excited for it. I think, yeah, I'm really, I like Doctor Strange's yeah. new costume. I like the, the look of Evil Strange. Is it the What If version? Who knows? Because oh, that yeah. one's kind of good now or something. Yeah, and he's constantly but... watching, like, you know, um, those two, I can't, Armin Zola and Vision yeah. slash Ultron slash uh, Killmonger fighting in that little dimension yeah. thing, right? I, mean, I can't whatever remember. Whatever's a bit of a mask. Kind of weird felt thing. Like I don't really remember much yeah. of whatever. But to be fair though, like when I saw the evil Doctor Strange, I was like, "Fuck yeah!" Oh my god, looks good, doesn't it? I yeah. I love the costume, like the red and the blacks. It looks so good. I'm like, ah, that's a but, good costume. And he's got the hair slicked back and stuff. I think I think it's still a misdirect. I think Wanda's the villain still. Well, that like, was the thing. I remember reading that she was the villain, right? She, yeah, she is. Yeah. Maybe they'll just have loads of villains. This is also directed by Sam Raimi as well. I forgot about that. Yeah. Yeah. I got a very horror-esque view, um, vibe from it, actually. Like, from it, yeah. Yeah. And, I was like, this looks pretty decent. Because I think, I'm like, yeah, she's still the villain. And I think mm-hmm. that's going to be a major part of the film. Like, she's going to cross, like, more, I, this is what, like, um, I watch, there's a, a YouTube channel called Beyond the Trailer, which is really, really uh-huh. good. Check it out as well. Um, 
and it's uh, it's presented by uh, a woman called Grace Randolph, who's who's absolutely fantastic. Mm-hmm. Um, and she she has a lot of sources who tell her all this information. Apparently, there was test audiences who went who they, they tested out the other strange multiverse madness, and apparently, Wanda was like killing like, everyone, like just murdering really? people. Yeah, and a, a test audience was like, ah, no, we don't really like that. Like, it's a bit like, you know. Oh, and really? I, I so they, are they going? Are they going to change it then? Well, they had extensive reshoots on it, basically. Mm-hmm. And I th- they added more cameos and changed some plot points. And I think yeah, I'm really like, cameos. yeah, after WandaVision, uh-huh. like, it'd be a bit weird for Wanda to just now become like a serial killer. So like, she's not, is she not the villain anymore? No, she, I think she is the villain. Of, just, of not, the, it's just not killing people. She's, not she's just not a murderess. You know, like, and I think it basically what happens is, um, well, this is what I learned from from when I was watching Grace Randolph's video. What she's learned from her source, inherently, is that that scene where Wanda's in the field cutting, uh-huh. uh, she's pruning the trees, uh-huh. uh, pruning the branches, is Doctor Strange comes to to ask her for help with mm-hmm. everything that's going on, and he then realizes during that the, the course of that um, conversation between them that she's the one causing the problem. Really, and then they fight. Obviously, and it's basically about her going across the multiverses and him chasing her. Basically, with with America Chavez, who's a new have, I, who's um, character who's been her? introduced. Um, I think she can travel multiverses at will. Oh really? Um, What's the multiverse stuff going on? They all just happened at once. Is it? Is it? a bit like a coincidence, isn't it? I know, and I think, I, but I'm excited, man. I'm so excited to see this because I'm like, you know. I think because well, I, I thought I thought it was more of like the multiverse was falling apart or something because of what happened to Spider-Man Far From Home. That's the vibe I got. Well, I think what happened is it's like Loki, partially, and then uh, Spider-Man Far From Home because it seemed to be fixed at the end of this, and I kind of yeah. wish that they hadn't fixed it because it made a bit more sense. Maybe they, maybe he did fix it, but he didn't really fix it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, maybe, maybe because what happened is they did the spell. And Doctor Strange breached the, the sort of uh, um, like fixed all the breaches that were linked to Spider Man, but not. But they created other breaches, and then also at the same time you have the combined efforts of like Wanda looking through everything, and then right. uh, the Dark Hold, and then you have what happened at the end of Loki. Mm-hmm. I think it's all going to like come together to create this big like mess. Oh. Um, that uh, that be cool. That would be good. I mean, I'm 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 excited for like I think it'll be really good, and I like Sam Raimi. Um, yeah, yeah, I think it'll be good. I think it'll be really good. But overall, like with with, with speaking obviously plans going forward, but with No Way Home, I think like I I genuinely I know I spent some time like nitpicking it and stuff, but though, overall I feel like the film is incredible and yeah. you should see it. If you, have, you should if, see you, it, you know, especially in a cinema if you can and if it's safe for you. Yeah, if it's safe, obviously with, with COVID and stuff like. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall, I'm, I'm, I think it was, it was, it was definitely lived up to expectations. Yeah. Especially oh, yeah. for people with nostalgia. Definitely. Um, and yeah, I mean, Try and go on blind like... if you can as well. Try and go on blind. Try and avoid spoilers. Oh, I, I don't understand what you meant there. So I was like, oh, you just said try going <laughs> blind. And I went, what? what? Try, and do the, try and do the daredevil technique. <laughs> mum, mum, throw a brick. Throw a brick. <laughs> I'll, ca- I'll catch it. I swear. I'll catch it. Trust me, I'll catch it. Have you thrown it yet? Have you thrown it yet? <laughs> um, but honestly, yeah, genuinely, 
go and see it. It's a fantastic film. And um, it's a good cinema experience. And we'll probably not stop talking about it for the foreseeable, to be honest. Probably not. Um, That's what I was thinking. I was wondering, like, I think I think this is a quite a messy movie. Yeah. And I think you're. I think you're right. I think there was a lot to nitpick. And I was wondering, like, once the hype dies down, and once I re rewatch it a couple more times, will I like it less and less? This is it as well, because I'm wondering this because obviously everyone now is on a high because of mm-hmm. the nostalgia aspect. I think more so than anything else. Yeah. I don't. I. I'm not too sure. I wonder if it will stand the test of time, sort of thing. Do you know what I mean? Like, um, yeah. Like, well, I guess we'll just have to wait and see. Like, because I'm trying to think yeah, of a comparison, yeah. but I can't really think off the top of my head anything. Yeah, I, 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 I guess closest would be like The Force Awakens. I used, to, I used to rate that really highly. I mean, I still really love that movie, but now yeah. it's not as high as it once was because I've kind of yeah, lost that nostalgia and that that hype for it. Um, yeah, I think I do. I, I'm trying to work out what it, what sort of film kind of comes into that category. I know, I know. You, I'm trying to think at the moment, but but like a film that I went to see that was amazing at the time. Yeah, but, but died down. Sort of, and in yeah. hindsight, when the dust kind of settles, you go, ah, actually, like yeah, that's just, yeah. Um, I can't really think. Of I can't really think of any either, but I mean, I I think definitely out of the Tom Holland ones, this is the best. And I really, I, I thought Homecoming was really fun. I thought Far From Home was yeah. a bit like, mm. yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I prefer Homecoming over Far From Home. I know um, I'm like better than both of them. I just, yeah, I, I think with, with, the way, with Far From Home, I was like, I don't think Spider Man works as well when he isn't in New York. Yeah, you got to keep Spider Man in, in New York. I think, I think yeah. Spider Man belongs in, in New good York. old New York. Yeah, um, but I think that like. Um, overall, over as a trilogy, I think it's quite mm-hmm. it works quite nice. I think it's like, yeah. it, what they've done is they've gone right. We need to get Spider Man away from the kind of like yeah helping hand of other people exactly yeah. And now he's I, I think they handled I think they handled it and explained it pretty well. Like I think it, yeah. the reason makes sense. You know what I mean? Like it's believable. Yeah. And I think I'll definitely go and see it again. 100%. Oh yeah, I think I'm going to try and yeah. see it again as well, which will be my fourth yeah. time. Um, overall, overall. But but I think I said. Guys, thank you for listening to our thank you guys our, our ramble Spider Man Spider Man No Way Home. Um, we are from the Top Podcast. We should have introduced yeah. that at the beginning actually, but we're too excited to talk about Spider Man. We were too excited uh, yes. from Top Podcast. My name is Craig Barkley, and this is my name is Richard Phillips, and this is my name is Richard Phillips. It's a long name. It's a long name. Family chose but my, my my mother picked it, and I cannot disagree with my mother. Bringing yeah, the mother's they... back. Oh, you oh, fucking no, up, but not her back. Happy, mother's baby. Fucking year, guys. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, um, in terms of like social media, uh, I am on social media at Craig K Barkley. That's oh, Instagram and Twitter. Uh, we also have an uh, Instagram for the podcast, which is from the top dot cast, and that's all lowercase for for my name and the uh, name of the podcast. What about you, Richard? Instagram is a underscore Rich Phillips, uh, and my letterbox, which you can see in my review for Spider Man No Way Home, uh, is Rich Philip. Remember, it's just Rich Philip, all lowercase. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, and perfect. And obviously, like we said, we are going to review uh, Hawkeye when it finishes in the next couple of days, the last yep. season, and probably the season overall, and how it ranks compared to the other um, Disney Plus shows. And uh-huh. then that will be us for the year. The year. Uh, yeah. We will return, obviously, in the new year. Uh, with a brand spanking new 
line of content, Richard. Um, yes. Hear from from the podcast. But thank you again for listening, guys. And uh, thanks, guys. From us in the next couple of days. Bye bye. Bye, guys. Merry Christmas.